0: Hi and welcome to this week's episode of the Property Doctor podcast with me, your host, Dr Andrew Threadgold. This week is a bit of a different episode because it marks the one year anniversary of the podcast. The, um, the idea came in January uh, 22. The, I started recording them in February and the first episodes were released on the 4th of March. So this particular episode marks episode number 53 of the podcast, so I thought it would be a good exercise to have a look back and see what we've done over the past 12 months and 53 episodes, see what, if any, benefits there have been, Seen what I think, comment on some feedback I've had from you guys, um, and basically reflect a little bit on um on what we've been up to over the past year the um the idea for the podcast originally came from my desire to and my belief that those people that are trapped in jobs particularly people like GPS who are overworked and overstressed and on the verge of burning out, there is a way out. Even though you feel stressed and trapped, and you feel that you can't do anything because of the wage and you have to go to work, um, and that's the truth. That is true. You are trapped, but there is an alternative. And the alternative is that there is a massive, big, wide world out there. And if you put the effort into it and you believe it, it can change your life. And it certainly enabled me. Property has enabled me to practice medicine on my own terms, um, which is a, an absolute blessing if i'm if i 'm being totally honest so as I say over the past uh, past year we 've done fifty two episodes, not including this one and the trailer we 've had some absolutely fantastic guests on it topics hopefully there's been some value because we've had topics ranging from why I started into property which a lot of people say they get some value from particularly doctors Um, with the three legs on my stool episode we've had some amazing stories from people who have been gracious with their time and told us their stories such as my friend Paul Million who was my first ever guest um, on the podcast after some solo episodes Paul told us all about his his time building his portfolio and getting into HMOs then we had um, another great friend of mine and as the year has gone on she's become a, a fantastic colleague in repossession rescue and that's Trish McGur. and Trish tells her story about how she was on the on the verge of suicide because of financial distress and how a kind hearted moment changed her life, and then she's ended up in property as well. We've had people like Caroline Pattinson, who's gone on to win awards from the HMO Awards and all the rest of it. We've got Perry from Stupid is the Norm, the guy that uh, started on minimum wage with £10,000 in debt at the age of 57 the Geordie taxi driver and he's going to make a million quid in 10 years and he's actually doing it. Um, we've had Boise, Anthony Boyce, and about building his business and how he got started in property through his architecture. We've had stories of people that have been addicted to drugs and have turned their life around, such as Tony Buck. We've We've had Dan Matthews, a footballer who got badly injured and he's suddenly got into property and it's happened on a title split strategy which has changed his life we've had fruity bev how <laughs> fruity bev from uh, from the northeast of england we've had a few from the northeast we've had fruity bev we've had uh, rachel Tasker, lady Taskerly, we've got people such as philip jordan who who did 50 purchases in a year we've got ali um adam lawrence who does hundreds a year we've we've literally we 've really had some fantastic guests on this on this podcast this year, and on top of like the the guests that we have and their stories and the things that they tell us we 've also had uh, some educational content like more formal educational content that you could pay thousands for if you went and fell into the sales funnel of these um, property education people that are out there so uh, there was an episode called the property investors toolkit which was full of every strategy that you need to get into property some of them you don't need any money um well, not much money everybody needs some money um have there's been uh, one on options the power of options there's been all sorts of educational content as well so if if you're looking for a resource on how to get into property and to get inspired by people's stories that have been there and done it despite feeling that they couldn't and they've just gone through it and believed in themselves. Then last year was full of people like that. So I'm really actually quite, quite proud of, of how it's turned out. It it was beyond my wildest dreams actually, because I didn't know where it was going when I started it. I just thought I should do something. So The other benefit of this kind of last 12 months is that I've made some amazing friends. I've met some fantastic people. Um, People that I already knew have become closer. I've got business relationships from the people that are in it. Um, And one thing that the, the podcast does do is it gives you some exposure, actually, because I think that was the other reason. So what do I get out of this podcast that I put out there for nothing. Um I get, I suppose I get exposure um from for, for our business, um, corner plot. Um and that's that's I suppose that that's why I do it. You know, I didn't do it particularly for that reason, but it's a it's a helpful side benefit of doing it. Um I've started to get people coming on well not coming on because I've not let them on, but I've started to get people approaching me and offering to sponsor, in inverted commas sponsor the channel um, so that they can have an interview Um, and flogging things like radiators or I've even had a broker and I've had lots of people actually offer money to get on that I've never met Um, and I've got no inclination of taking money for people to come on the podcast and advertise themselves I choose the guests because I like the look of them Either I know them already, I've come into contact with them, I've had a conversation, I like the sound of what they're doing, so I choose them on purpose because they will add value. I let them advertise themselves because it's about shining the light on others and in return, hopefully one day, the credits that I'm building up in the universe will come back. And it's... It's actually happened a couple of times um, now that I think about it. In fact, one thing has happened recently, which I can't really talk about yet, but it's potentially life-changing. And someone has come out of the woodwork that's been listening to the podcast and wants to do some business that could genuinely change my life, which I never ever dreamed that that could be a possible thing. And anyway, it's not happened yet, so I'm not even going to talk about it. So, somebody mentioned to me the other day that this podcast is in the top 1% of all podcasts in the world. And I thought, well, surely that's not the case. And, well, it depends on what metric you use. But I've decided that being in the top 1% of anything isn't really all it's cracked up to be. So the podcast is in the top 1% because it's done more than 20 episodes. Apparently 90-odd percent of all podcasts never get past three um 99 never get past 20 episodes and we're on now 53 um so that's i suppose that's a good thing it's um but it doesn't feel like anything it doesn't feel like an achievement it's just something that i've been motivated to to do and carry on with um and when i think about this it how can i say it without sounding like a dick I've never really had any benefit in my in my head for being in the top 1% of anything. So when I went to medical school, we got told we were in the top 1% of the country because we got into medical school in the first place and there's hundreds of applicants for every place. Then you finish medical school and eventually you work your way up into a job that is well-paid and then once you're earning over, I think it's over 70 grand a year, you're on the top 3% and if you get over 100... 20, you're in the top 1%. Um, But then that doesn't really feel like you're achieving much because the taxman takes 60% of it off you by the time you get to 100 grand. Um, So that didn't feel much cop, really. And then apparently we're in the top 1% of all property owners because we own more than five properties. But I've never been as skint because every penny's getting reinvested. So this whole top 1% thing... I'm not sure it makes a great little lot of difference now maybe for some people it is a good thing maybe maybe you can say it's an achievement, but maybe it's a character flaw or a personality defect. Maybe you can relate maybe you can't um but why am I not satisfied I'm too busy kind of trying to get to my next milestone than than to look around and and think well. I mean, what difference does it make whether you're in the top 1% or not? You just, yourself, compare yourself with yourself and strive to be better. Um, yeah, so it's... I think it's a it must be a flaw with myself. Um, and if you can relate, send me a message because I think there's some deep personality things to, to consider there. So this is going to be the end of season one. I think it's a good place to stop. But... We're not stopping the podcast well i 'm going to probably have a week or two where there won't be any episodes released um whilst I consider the the format of the podcast for season two so and i'm I'm incredibly motivated to do more things um that are of more value for the next season so so now is the time if you want to have your say in in how the podcast operates um or the content that I try to produce. Now is just your chance to have the say, so please send me a message I'm best on Instagram at Cornerplot properties um, and whatever content you want, please let me know so there's a few questions I've got for you. One is what content would you prefer? Do you like the property stuff? Would you like more in terms of uh, strategies or how to start if you're a beginner? Or um, how to stack deals, or some basic property um, property investing tips. Would you like that, or do you want more higherfaluting, um, technical type type education? Um, for me personally, I'm going to do a couple of things different next next season. I want to Im- Im- broaden the the content. In, to take in more entrepreneurialism or entrepreneurship whatever the word is um, so I want to do more on business building social media strategies raising finance um, maybe IT infrastructure type stuff such as your CRMs and things like that some stuff will turn people off I'm aware of that because it's nothing more boring than listening to someone in an IT background talking about spreadsheets um but keeping track of your properties and keeping track of your build teams and your program of works and how to build scope of works properly and how to put you know things together so that the the whole process is much smoother because as we grow our business we are needing to really streamline what we're doing because the cracks start appearing very quickly when you're doing three or four jobs at once um and when you're having to pull your team team members from one place to the next, it's quite a challenge. Um, so that that's our growing pains at the moment. And I think it's as we're growing through it, it might be helpful for me to share what we're doing. The other question I've got for you is around the length of the podcasts. When I see people out and about, they tell me that they listen to the podcasts on their commutes. So they only get 20 or 30 minutes to listen to it. And I see that in the analytics. So you see that after about 30 minutes, everybody disappears. Um, and because of that, I started taking the interviews, and and most most people can talk for England, or maybe it's me, but I was taking the interviews and cutting them into 30-minute chunks or, you know, splitting them in half, typically. And I've had a few people say, oh, yeah, I pisses me right off when you do that because I've got to wait for next week why don't you just release one in full and then have a week off and then do another full hour long one. Um, so I would like to know what you think about that maybe I'll put a little poll up on um, on social media and see what you think. Um, other things I'm considering adding into the content are business buying interviews so whether a because um, one of my personal goals for this year is to look at buying a business, not necessarily a property business, but I would like to to buy a business and maybe buy a few and make them into a group, and truly be entrepreneurial. Um, and I'd like to know more about that, so I might try and get people from that space in and get some interviews with that. I don't know if you'd find that interesting, but. Well, I would, and it's my podcast. So so that's going to happen. Um, What else? Video podcasting. Not something I'm really... I've never really done it. I do some episodes and interviews over Zoom, and it records the video, um, but I never really share it because I tell my guests that I don't want to spend two hours in hair and makeup before I come on. Um, But... (sighs) I think maybe I'm missing a little trick there maybe I should do some video podcasting like this Um, this is the first time I've ever filmed myself doing a solo podcast and now I've got to figure out how to take this and synchronise the sound from the microphone with the video that's being taken and then release it Um, so I've got some production things to, to figure out so maybe I'll I'll put make a YouTube channel dedicated for for the podcast. Um, so we'll see, we'll see. There's lots and lots up for di- for for discussion and for decisions. Um, and whilst I'm figuring it out, I'm going to have a couple of weeks, one or two weeks, where I don't release anything because I think I think I deserve a break. I think the, see the problem here is that. I don't want to break the momentum because I'm seeing that the listener numbers are rising every week. My mum absolutely loves listening to the podcast. And I feel like whilst I'm so busy building my business, it's the one thing that I've got that I keep in touch with my mum through. Um, And why am I doing this? If it's not to get enough time to spend that time with my family when I've got to the position I want to get to, um, so the break can't be too long because um, she'll bat me around the head with a bloody woolly hat if I'm not careful. So, but yes. And uh, I think that's it really. I think that it's just a short episode this time just to let you know what's going to happen, where I'm going and to ask you some questions. So if you would like to get involved in any of the things that I've discussed, whether you are into business acquisition, whether you are in the property education space, whether you are a long-time listener that you haven't sent me a message, whether you've got a strong opinion on the length of the podcast or the content that we put out, then um, then please, by all means, send me a message. Like I say, I'm on Instagram. That's the place to get me. Um, and I would really look forward to hearing from you. But for now, for the end of season one, a most sincere thank you for all those people that have been listening from the beginning, and there have been quite a few. All the people that have supported the podcast itself, the people that come and say hello, that blows my mind because you'll, you'll see that I get very, very lost for words when people approach me and say, I listen to your podcast because I'm not used to people saying nice things about me. Um, it doesn't sit well. Um, so for everybody that's listened, that gets value, that enjoys what we're doing, honestly, thank you. Um, and I hope that what I've got planned for next season in a couple of weeks time is, um, is worthy of your attention and is even better value for you. So thank you very much all for now and I'll see you next season.